Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, April 30th. I'm Wayne Pratt. A Missouri budget package is moving to the state Senate. House members have approved the roughly $34 billion spending plan. That's about $165 million less than the current budget and reflects a tax revenue drop of $400 million due to the spread of coronavirus. St. Louis County's executive is telling businesses in the county not to reopen while a stay-at-home order is in effect. Sam Page's comments are a response to Eureka's plan to allow businesses to open next week in that area, Page says his office is expected to outline a reopening strategy by early next week. Two employers with a global profile and a strong presence in the St. Louis region have announced massive layoffs as they cope with COVID-19. Enterprise Holdings has laid off nearly 2,100 workers in several units in the area, and Boeing is planning to reduce its global workforce by 10 percent. The company has thousands of workers in the St. Louis region. The Cardinals are refunding tickets for home games that were slated for April and May. Season ticket holders will receive account credit. The Blues are planning to furlough some full-time staff members. Others are taking a 20% pay cut at the National Hockey League team. Here are the numbers. Missouri is reporting more than 7,400 COVID-19 cases. There have been roughly 77,000 tests. Nearly 320 people have died. There are more than 50,000 positive results in Illinois out of more than 255,000 tests. State health officials report approximately 2,200 deaths. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports on the challenges restaurants and other businesses will face when they try to reopen. As we mentioned, the Missouri House has passed a roughly $34 billion budget for the next fiscal year. It begins July 1st. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll says that's nearly $165 million less than the current budget. The plan reflects the plummeting tax revenue due to the spread of coronavirus throughout the state and the country. Currently, tax revenue in Missouri is down an estimated $400 million compared to the spring of 2019. Despite the decreased spending, House Budget Chair Cody Smith, a Republican from Neosho, said the plan prioritizes the education formula. It's important to note that the foundation formula is currently fully funded in this bill and some of the cuts that we've had to make were mostly related to new decision items. House Democrats argue the plan is unbalanced, which will require them to return later in the year to fix it. The plan has no tax hikes and now heads to the Senate. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Washington University plans to welcome students back to campus in time for the fall semester. Chancellor Andrew Martin says he has confidence the institution can return to normal operations by August, but he says the path will be challenging. Students have not been on campus since spring break. The university will conduct all summer academic courses and programs online. Missouri is in the process of increasing coronavirus testing to underrepresented areas and to those without symptoms. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the intent is to have proper information to prevent another spike in COVID-19. 
This week, the State Department of Health and Senior Services is working with health departments around the state to test 4,000 people for coronavirus, regardless if they have any symptoms. Department Director Dr. Randall Williams says it's the first of many snapshots in tracking the current status of the virus around the state. Not randomized, but just alter the test in these areas that have not had as maybe as much testing. What would you see? William says the data will be compiled and made public. He also says most of the testing this week is in rural areas, but an upcoming test of 5,000 people in St. Louis County will help track the metro area. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. SSM Health is contracting out laundry services to Missouri prisons through an inmate labor program. The Department of Corrections is requiring the inmates to wear protective gear. Washington University School of Medicine Assistant Professor Stephen Liang says there is a low risk of getting COVID-19 from hospital linens, but he says prisoners in general are at higher risk. Number one, folks are living in close uh, quarters to each other. Uh, It's difficult to socially distance. Um, And then also uh, we think about uh, inmates who might be older who who might have chronic medical conditions uh, that put them at higher risk for uh, acquiring COVID-19. A spokesperson for SSM Health says it considers the health of contracted workers a priority and the system has safeguards to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Illinois' stay-at-home order will extend through May, even as some states restart their economies. Restaurant owners in the Metro East are looking forward to when they can open their doors once again. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports, the future for those businesses is uncertain. At the end of February, Tyler Vitali was ready for his business to come out of its winter hibernation. He owns the Wine Garden in Belleville, which has a restaurant and bar and also hosts events like weddings. We closed down completely except for operating with private events. Already we were having a good January and February. 2020 was starting off pretty nice for us. Vitali says the Wine Garden does most of its business between March and November, and business was off to a good start with live music and full lunch and dinner service. That was it though, two weeks, and then we got the word to shut down. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker's stay-at-home order shuttered businesses across the state in an effort to slow the spread of coronavirus. Vitali says he had to furlough between 35 and 45 part-time staff members because the core of his business evaporated. In the last five weeks, we've seen our share of canceled events, deposits then are going back to clients. When money's moving in the wrong direction, it's a pretty scary thing. Vitali says many of his clients who had booked spring and summer events are now trying to reschedule for the fall or next year. He has found a way to recoup some revenue. The wine garden started selling take-home growlers of its sangria. Vitali's story is typical of food establishments across the region. Solid sales at the beginning of 2020 indicating a good year ahead. Mary Cruda manages Cruda's Bakery in Collinsville and says the bakery was doing well earlier this year. Then the pandemic upended everything. At present, we're down between 25 to 30 percent on any given day. Some days more, some days less. It could be worse. She says other restaurants in the city have lost 80 or 90 percent of their revenue. Cruda says she isn't worried about the future of her business, but others won't fare as well. If you were already struggling as a business, this will probably be the death knell. We're already a strong business. We we have a 
a wonderful customer base. She says they'll come back. It's just a matter of when things return to normal. But that might take a while. When the lockdown is lifted, I will be likely to go back to eating at restaurants and doing things. And I thought everybody was like me, but they're not. Kruda says many of the people she speaks to are scared of catching the coronavirus. Peter Baumgarten teaches strategy and organization at Washington University's Olin School of Business. He says it'll be hard for some people to return to businesses that rely on social gathering to some extent. Even once the economy quote unquote opens, people might still hesitate to going back to some of their traditional routines. Vitaly struggles with this concept too. When is it going to be all right for us to get a large group of, of people out as well? Do we operate for dine-in service or do we have to close that day and be open for private event only? costs a lot to keep the lights on either way. And beyond social distancing norms, Baumgarten says people don't have as much confidence in the economy compared to earlier this year. For many people, when the, the confidence dips, you just start to tighten the belt a little bit more in particular categories. And a shift to groceries over going out to eat can be one of those pieces that you can save some money. That uncertainty makes reopening even more tricky for restaurants. Cruda says it's because they typically buy ingredients in bulk. How much do we bake? How much fresh vegetable, you know, just for salads, fresh meat, how much do, how much do they buy knowing I'm, I might have to sit on this. I might have to count this as a loss. Cruda says she'll be watching Missouri as that state begins to reopen its economy in early May. She'll be looking for any answers to her questions and for clues as to how things may eventually play out on this side of the river. In Belleville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Holly Edgel edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.